The John Morris Show. Your life on code. This is a podcast for web designers and developers. We talk about career advice, industry trends, motivation, and yes, sometimes technical coding. If you hear something during the show that makes you want to leave a comment, call 515-344-3163 and leave a message. Ladies and gentlemen, John Morris. All right, here we go. Another episode of The John Morris Show. And in this episode, we're actually going to take a step back and I'm going to talk about some of your feedback and what you've been telling me about what I should be teaching you and the things that I've been covering as of late. And I want to clarify some of where I'm coming from because I really do think there is, um, I, I think there's some misunderstanding and I think, I really just strongly believe that maybe some of you are making a mistake with how you're approaching uh, your web design career long term. So we're going to cover that in this podcast and hopefully make the make it have it all make a little more sense and make it a little more clear. Um, and hopefully I can change your mind <laughs> and get you to see it my way. No, but to, really, because I, I really do believe uh, that that there's a better way of going about it. All right, so that's what we're going to cover in this podcast. If you are new to the podcast, this this podcast covers things outside of technical coding, talk more about uh, your business, being productive, not driving yourself insane, so forth, uh, and and help you do everything else around the, the technical skills that's going to be important long-term for your career. If you'd like to see uh, past episodes, you can head over to johnmorrisonline.com slash johnmorrisshow. You'll see a list of them there. You can also subscribe. Please do if you haven't subscribed yet so you don't miss any of the wonderful pearls of wisdom <laughs> here on The John Morris Show. Uh, and you can also, if you have a question or anything like that, uh, you can find the phone number to, to give me a call. It's 515-344-3163, but you can see all the information about that over on or over at johnmorrisonline.com slash Show. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into to this topic a little bit. So what I've been talking about lately, as I've been talking about, one was the five stages of coding career development, and then two was uh, discovering your passion, which is stage one of those five stages. And so uh, I recently sent out an email and asked your opinion, asked you what you thought of of me teaching you this stuff as opposed to more in-depth technical coding. And the response I got is somewhat what I expected in that uh, a lot of you believed that you, you, your basic argument was that you're busy and you you know are just trying to make your business work or make your career work and 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 have it happen and so you don't have a lot of time for philosophical type stuff. You just need to know how to do X, Y, Z and get it figured out so that you can continue on doing what you're doing and learning and get to a point where, where you want to be in your business. And so my response to to that is, A, I understand because that's what I did. I mean, that's... That's ultimately the approach that I took. Uh, I started for a number of years. This was about four years. 
I'm, I'm kind of a slow learner, but uh, it was about four years where I just focused on technical coding. I didn't give any thought to my career or my business or what I was wanted to do long term. And, you know, I really, the, the, the thing about it is, is I really got nowhere with it. I wasn't, you know, I, I had some clients, but I wasn't killing it uh, in terms of my business. And, you know, I was, I learned a whole bunch of stuff, but I really wasn't putting it to good use. And so my, my whole point here is that you should figure out the business stuff and the career stuff and the kind of internal stuff first because your time is limited. Because here's what's ha- here's what happens. Here's what I did. I did. I see tons of other coders doing. A lot of the coders I know did this. This is what I see going on again and again and again. And I want to try and stop people from doing it and show you that there's actually a faster way. So this is what happens. You decide that you're going to get into coding. And like most people, you think, you start to look around and say, okay, what do I need to know? And so you start seeing all of these technologies, HTML, CSS, PHP, JavaScript, MySQL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever area you happen to be in. It doesn't even have to be web technology. It could be anything else. But you see all of this stuff and you say, okay, well, I need to learn all of that stuff. So you dive in, you're like, well, I'm going to start learning it in this order. And maybe somebody tells you you should learn it, you know, HTML and then CSS and then PHP and so on and so forth or, or whatever the case may be. But you start in learning all of this different stuff and you get about halfway through it and you realize this is a lot of stuff and it changes a lot and it's really hard to keep up with and Am I ever going to get this figured out? And what happens then when you finally reach the point, what a lot of people do is they don't take on clients, right? Because you need to learn it all first. You need to have the skill before you can take on clients. That's how most people think about it. But eventually you reach a point where you start taking on clients. And when you reach the point, when you start taking on clients, what you quickly figure out is a, what you thought you needed to be in order to take on clients is far and above what you actually need to be. That what your clients want you to do is actually a lot easier and probably more mundane than what you imagined it would be when you started out coding. All of us, when we start our coding, think that we're going to be building the next big thing. We're going to be on the cutting edge and what you quickly realize when you start taking on clients is that's just not the case what clients have you build is usually stuff that's pretty simple it's pretty mundane there's already a lot of uh a lot of information out there about how to do it and you can actually do it pretty easily now there's always usually something about every project that challenges you one thing that you you know you need to learn but what it is, isn't something that's never been done before. It's usually something that's been done before. And when that happens, when that first part happens, that you realize it's a lot easier than you thought it was going to be, that you don't need to know as much as you thought you were going to, and you're not going to be building the, these brand new things that have never been done before, a couple things happen. 
one, you're a little bit disillusioned by it. And you have to face the idea of, okay, if I'm not going to be doing that, is this really what I want to do long term? And that's important for you to figure out right away because there's no time or no point in you wasting your time trying to be a coder when five years from now, you're going to realize, well, this isn't what I wanted to do with my life. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. And you go a completely different direction. Why wait five years to figure that out? Do that now. Figure that out now. Get that out of the way now and figure out if this is really what you want to do. Because I would bet you, if you've been coding for a while and you're not taking on clients, like you don't have any clients or maybe you have very few or you're just helping out friends or this, that, or the other, which is what I did for four or five years. If you are doing that and you think coding is what you want to do, I, I can guarantee you that you, you, you don't know because that's not, that's not what you do. Until you start taking on clients and actually building stuff for people where you get paid to do it, you don't know if that's what you're going to want to do long term. You just don't. Uh, and you may disagree with me, but I would you're going to be hard-pressed to convince me otherwise. You just don't know until you start doing it. So you need to do that now. Okay, You need to figure that out now. All right, so that's the first thing that happens when you start taking on clients is you realize... You know, I'm not going to be building things that are just, you know, all this fancy stuff that doesn't exist, etc. I'm probably going to be building mundane things. And you start to very quickly figure out the things that you hate to do. And there will be things when it comes to coding that you hate to do, that you don't want any part of. For me, one thing I hate to do is fixing other people's sites. Right when you get hired and they say, "Well, this and this and this and this and this is all broke, and I need it fixed, and I got to go through somebody else's code and figure out what happened." I hate doing that. Now you might think every coder hates doing that, but at the company I work with, I work with people who that's pretty much what they do every single day: is go through people's sites, find the find the problems, and fix them, and they love doing it. And they don't actually like building new things; they like fixing broke things. I can't understand it, but that's what they like to do. I like to build new things. So you're going to quickly figure that out. You're going to figure out what you hate to do. And when, and then you're also going to figure out what you like to do, the things you enjoy doing. And when you do that, when you start to get a clear picture of what you hate to do and what you like to do, what you're going to realize is that there is a set of skills in all of the different languages, or maybe it's just one, whatever it is, there's a very specific set of skills that is much smaller than all of the available skills, meaning all the stuff you could learn. There's a much smaller set of skills that you need to learn to be able to do the things that you like to do. And that some of the things that maybe you were learning how to do that you thought you needed to learn how to do were a part of the things that you hate to do. And maybe the reason why you were having so much trouble learning that thing is because you hate to do it. And so suddenly, instead of having all of this stuff that you think that you need to learn, you realize, well, I only need to know this stuff. 
but I need to be really, really, really good at this core set of things. And I will tell you, it is far more important for you to be really, really good at the things that you want to do and like to do and that you're going to make your offer to your potential clients and customers. It's more important for you to be really good at those things as opposed to being somewhat good at a lot of things. So depth is far more important than breadth. And now I know that when I say that, there's people out there who are going to say, well, the internet's always changing, you got to learn all of this stuff, etc., etc., etc. True. That's true. However, what you need to do first is get really, really good at the thing that you're going to do long term, that you want to do, that you like to do. And then over time, once you've got that stuff handled, you can take on projects, you can execute on those projects, and you can actually make a living as a coder, then you're going to have the time and you're going to have the arena because you're taking on clients working on projects to learn all of those other things. Not to mention that one of the things that that coders really have to deal with when, and I'm, I am notorious for this, ask anybody who works with me, ask my bosses, ask any of my clients, I am, I am notorious for this, and I am the absolute worst when it comes to this. So uh, this is me looking in the mirror and talking to myself in a lot of ways. But one of the things that coders really have to get over is their own ego. Because it's your own ego that tells you that you have to learn all of this stuff so that nobody else can be a part of this project. And having been in situations now where I've been forced to work with other coders who were better at other things than I was, there's certain things in the whole realm of coding that these people were way better than I was at. And I would never be anywhere close to as good as them at those things. Having been forced to work in those situations and having no choice about it, you learn that you have to set your ego aside. And when you don't know something, you say, I don't know. I don't know. And you can be really, really good at this core set of things and know very little about anything else and be able to say to a client, I don't know. I don't know. It's not really my expertise and so forth and most clients will be like oh okay well can we find somebody or can we figure it out or what can we do and you can get other people who are good really really good at that thing to to come in and it's it's never been a problem I've never had it be an issue where I told a client I don't know and we had to get somebody else or we had somebody else and they jumped in and it's never a problem they don't care they would rather you say, I don't know. Their their goal is to get their thing built. And if they trust you on a certain set of things, then that's that's what you're there for. And it it's so much more powerful and easier if when you market yourself, you only market yourself for those things. If you market yourself as I'm the end-all, be-all, I know everything, I can do everything... And then you say, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's a little bit more of a problem. But in your marketing, if you do what I tell you to do and you target specifically and say, this is what I do, 
This is what I'm great at. I don't do much else outside of this. If you want me to do this one specific thing, I can do it and I believe I'm the best at it. And then they hire you to do that. Then it, it's easy when something goes outside of, of the scope that you're comfortable with, you just say so. You say, I'm not comfortable with that. And so what this allows you to do then is to get to a point where you're a full-time coder doing what you love to do a lot faster. You don't need to spend four years learning all of this random stuff that may have no relation to what it is that you end up doing long-term. No, a good example for me is JavaScript. You know, I see people who are you know heavily engaged in learning JavaScript. You know, ask a lot of questions about JavaScript, this, that, and the other. And I mean, it's not that I don't know JavaScript, but JavaScript is such a small part of what it is that I do for my clients. It's very so little. I could not know JavaScript, and it wouldn't matter. That's a whole language that I could just not know and I would be perfectly fine. It would not matter. I can say that with complete confidence that if I didn't know JavaScript, I could still do exactly what I'm doing right now because people don't hire me to do JavaScript. Okay? So, why would I why would it be worthwhile for me to spend all of this time if I'm just getting started and I'm trying to make ends meet and I'm trying to get my career off the ground? Why would it make sense for me to waste all of my time spending Java or learning JavaScript when what I need to learn is HTML, CSS, and PHP? Why, why, why should I not focus on the things that are going to be a part of what it is that I'm going to do long term? It doesn't make sense. I shouldn't waste my time. So, all of that to say that if you don't know what it is that you like, what it is that you want to do long term. If you don't have a sense of what your passion is for coding, which is what I've been talking about, if you don't know that, how do you know what it is that you need to learn? How are you going to go about it faster? What you're going to do is you're going to end up wasting a lot of time learning things that don't matter. I know I'm committing blasphemy here like, He's saying don't learn all of this stuff. Yes, don't learn all of this stuff. What you've been told is wrong. Clients don't care. If you know what what you need to know to do what they want you to do, they could care less if you know anything else. They don't care. And there's no point when you're first starting out to waste all of this time learning this stuff that doesn't matter. That's not going to be a part of what you do. You should spend your time focused on the things that matter, that are a part of what it is that you're going to do long term. But again, you don't know that. You can't figure that out until you actually sit down and take some time to go through a process and figure it out, figure out what it is that you're passionate about, what it is that matters to you. What are the core activities that you want to do on a daily basis? Now, yes, you need to do some coding in, under to, in, in order to understand that. I'm not saying don't do any coding. Don't learn anything technical. But what most coders do is they spend 99% of their time focused on the, all the technical stuff and maybe 
focused on my business, my career, what it is I like to do. It should be the opposite. It should really be the opposite. Maybe not in that extreme, but you should be spending the majority of your time trying to hone in on what it is that I'm going to do long term. What is my core value proposition? The thing I love to do that other people will gladly pay me to do. That's what you need to figure out first. And when you figure that out, then you can look at all of the technology and all of the training that's out there and say, okay, so this is what I love to do that people will pay me to do. This is what I need to learn to be able to do that. And then go learn that stuff. It's a hundred times faster than trying to learn every single language that you could ever possibly need to know in order to do anything. And so you just get there a lot faster. You'll get where you want to go a lot faster. And so when people tell me that they don't want to think about all of this stuff because they don't have time, to me, it's honestly a little frustrating, but it, to me, it just signals a big misunderstanding and a big mistake about what it is that we're all actually doing. Because you should focus on this time because you don't have much time, because you're busy, because you have a family to feed, you know, or you have bills to pay or whatever. Those are all the reasons why you should do this first, because you end up wasting so much time if you don't. Now, you know, I've been going off on a little rant here, obviously, but I want to put some meat to this because the thing about this is, is this isn't theory to me. This isn't some good idea I just hatched in my brain. One, I went through this process myself, but I know you guys have probably heard enough of the stories about me, but it, it also isn't just me that has gone through this process. I've actually helped other people through this process, and the example that sticks out specifically to me is my little brother. My little brother got into coding. My little brother actually was, when he came to me, he was in his last year of his IT degree, okay? So he was going to college for computer science. He was learning all of these different languages. He was doing the classic way that most people would go about learning how to code. And he was, you know, whatever, three plus years into having decided to be someone who did coding and, and this was what he wanted to do with his life. He was three plus years into it. And when he came to me, he didn't have any clients, he didn't have a job, and he really had no idea what he wanted to do. He was just doing school, he was learning. And so he came to live with me uh, because he was in uh, you know, a fairly bad spot financially uh, and just in general in his life. He was in a pretty tough spot. So he came to live with me and the very first thing that I made him do I told him, if you want to do this, if you want me to help you, this is what you need to do, and you need to just listen. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it because I know what I'm doing. Just listen and do this. So the very first thing that I made him do was start taking clients, and he was scared to death. Well, but I don't. I mean, what if maybe I like all of the reasons why he shouldn't be taking clients? And I said, I don't care start taking clients. I made him start taking clients. 
And he actually thought he wasn't going to get hired. And it was like one day and he got hired by somebody. And they were paying him more money per hour than he'd ever made in his life. It was And it was $25 an hour, which, you know, for any of us that do coding, know that this really wasn't that much. But that was more than he had ever made in his life. And he just, it, it, it floored him. Somebody who I've never met, I, he's like, I know very little about actual web coding. And they just hired me at $25 an hour for more money than I've ever made in my life. It blew his mind. And you have to go through that. If you haven't gone through that, it, you just, you can't, it's difficult to explain. So he did what we all do. He got this client and he thought, well, <laughs> I got to do, I mean, they're paying me $25 an hour. I have to flip over backwards and do anything and everything that they asked me to do, which I'm not saying that's a bad mindset, but what happens or what happened is what always does. And that as he went through that, he started to figure out, I don't really like to do this stuff over here. And I'm not really good at it. And I don't want to be good at it. I could care less. And I do like to do this stuff over here. And so as he began working with clients, he began to figure out what he liked to do. And suddenly it all started to click for him. One, he realized, I can do this. Two, he started to realize that what he hated to do. And he started to figure out what he liked to do. And suddenly... All of his learning and all of his training switched. He stopped learning all of this stuff that he was like, I'm, I'm never going to do that. I don't want to do that. And he started focusing everything in on what it is that he wanted to do, what he liked to do. And so he was with me for just a couple months, about two months. And again, remember, three plus years of learning and getting nowhere. He came and lived with me for two months. A month after he left, he applied at IBM and got hired. And now he's going to Google for, he's he's a, a liaison basically for IBM, going to Google, training coders at Google, different stuff, and just going all over the place and doing all of these crazy things that, I mean, <laughs> within a three-month span, three months, so three-plus years, Three months. And the thing is, is he still really doesn't know how to code. At least the, the web technology stuff. Now, you know, he knows C++ and stuff like that. But if I gave him some basic PHP stuff that most of you listening to this could probably knock out in, you know, whatever, an hour. He probably wouldn't know how to do it. He'd probably have trouble with it. Yet he works at IBM and is a consultant for... A big company like Google. And he's good at it. He should be. Because he focused in on what it is that he likes to do. And he doesn't like to do the stuff that you and I are doing. So that's my point. Quit wasting your time learning all this stuff you don't need to learn in order to do what it is that you want to do. That you love to do. And the only way you could do that is to figure out what it is that you love to do. And that's why I'm I'm giving you that information and showing you that stuff because it's going to help you get there faster. Now, one last thing on all of this is the thing that 
kind of makes this so difficult is what happens when you first start co learning how to code is that you get enamored with the joy of learning because when you learn this stuff and you start figuring out things and you can make things happen, it's really freaking cool, right? It's, it's fun to be able to learn something and make it do, make the page do all this cool stuff. Like it's exciting. It's fun. It makes you kind of feel alive, right? And what happens is we get enamored with the, just the learning part. So it becomes, instead of learning so that we can have a career doing this, it becomes learning as almost a form of entertainment. Like we, we do it because it's fun, not necessarily because it's really a part of like what we're going to do long-term career-wise. And, you know, that's fine. Learning should be fun. But if you're at the same time doing that and saying also, why can't I get a career as a coder and why is all this stuff taking so long and can't make ends meet and I hate my day job, etc., etc. Like it doesn't make sense. You, you, you can't be just out there focusing and, and having fun when the core of your life is miserable. So, uh, it's really easy to get enamored with learning. It's really easy to get enamored with that joy but eventually it wears off. Eventually there's not as much new to learn. And you get so good at learning and confident about learning that learning something new isn't as much of a surprise or a thrill to you. It's always a little bit of a thrill, don't get me wrong. But it does wear off. And once that wears off and you haven't started your business, you haven't focused on that part of it, you don't have a full-time career as a coder, the question that comes up is, well, now what? Is this what I want to do? Did I just waste all of this time? So my advice to you is to get that figured out now. And the only way that you can get that figured out now is to figure out what you're passionate about, what you love to do. Go through the processes that I'm showing you and also start taking on clients if you're not already. Because that's going to help you figure it out. And yeah, you know what? You are going to tick off some clients. You're going to fail on some projects. I haven't met a coder yet who hasn't doesn't have some story of a failed project. It happens. But you do your best to make it right and you move on. That's all you can do. Because you have to go through that process in order to become a great coder. Those business people that you may fail, they've done the same thing. They've had to fail to get where they're at. Okay, so it's all a part of our learning process and you just can't be afraid of it. All right, so I'll stop ranting for now. Hopefully that gives you a clear idea of what it is that I'm trying to help you do uh, and, and what it is that I'm trying to show you and how I'm trying to actually help you when it comes to time and, and, and productivity and shortcut uh, what it is that you're trying to do. So now you may say, hey, I have all this stuff figured out. I already know what I want to do. Okay, that's fine. I mean, take it for what it's worth. You know, uh, if you've got it figured out, then hey, but I know a lot, of, a lot don't or a lot, even some that say they do don't, don't really have it figured out. So 
this is some of the most powerful information that I can share with you, and I absolutely believe that. And everything I just covered is is a big reason why. All right, so I'll end it there. All right, so thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. You can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash John Morris Show to subscribe and find all the different uh, methods by which you can subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, Instacast, Downcast, RSS, etc., etc. Also, you can see all the past episodes. Uh, and if you have a question and that you would like to, to phone in, you can get all the information there about how to do that. All right, so that's johnmorrisonline.com slash Show. If you want to get contact with me on social media, it's facebook.com slash johnmorrisonline, Twitter at JP Morris, Google Plus, plus.google.com slash plus sign John Morris Online, and you can reach me there. All right, thanks for listening to the podcast, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.